All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton, back in the studio. DJ Pig. DJ, right. what's up, man? Hey! It's been a while. It actually has been exactly a month since the last time that yeah. you were on. But you've got a lot going on, and then we're also hoping at some point we can figure out maybe a way that we can do it virtually. We can yeah, i got to get better Wi-Fi. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, for everybody out there, don't ever, ever buy HughesNet. HughesNet. Ever. So it's HughesNet is, is not a sponsor. No. And because of the poor service that you've received with HughesNet, we don't want them to be a sponsor, right? Absolutely Because I would warn you, I'd yeah. be like, don't tear into HughesNet just in case they were to reach out and say, hey, we'd like to sponsor all you need to know, no. but that's not going to be a problem, right? Because no. they don't have a good enough service to probably send an email to us anyways. That's right. So, but it's been a while. I know you're busy yeah. coaching it up. Well, you know how... Won't get too personal, but... You know, know how tax people that work on taxes, like they have the month the of... The busy period. April, yeah. that's like the, they've got a, maybe two months. Tax it's season. It's kind of like the tax season, yeah. Well, basketball, basketball season, season yeah. is like that, but it's for six months. Right. Well, and, and no one is necessarily... Well, that, that's not the right way to say it. I was about to say no one's upset. Isaac is. At you. Isaac, Isaac stays upset. Yeah, I don't know if you've listened to the last couple of weeks, but he's just he continually just says like, "Oh, I'm the main guy now," and it's he he want he wants to be, and he even has tried to talk me into making a graphic and like, "Hey, let's get that up there," and then uh, keep it on there for whenever I host or whenever DJ fills in for me, kind of thing. That's no, that's that's what he's no. trying to say. But uh, if you still if if you look at total episodes versus you versus Isaac being a co-host, you still have him by. I don't know how many, but I feel like it'd be a decent margin. Yeah, it, it's got to be. This is this is episode two hundred and forty-eight. It's got to be Isaac's been in, and this is like not including episodes that you were also in because right. I, I know we've done uh, three ways before, and so I, I think mm. that well, that's probably not the best way to say it either. No. But what I'm trying to say is it's it's not super close the yeah. the differentiation between you you co-hosting and Isaac co-hosting but he definitely likes to keep things competitive and with today's episode the topic that we're talking about the specific person that we're talking about yeah seems to be very competitive yeah and i'm just afraid that if we take too long in the intro then we won't be able to get to everything that we're going to get to. Right. I don't know. We, we've done episodes on certain people a couple of times before. Yeah. We, we did one about Tom Hanks. Mm. We did one about John Mayer. Yes. We did another on Tiger Woods. I was about to say, did on we? On Johnny Manziel. Yes. Uh and then I, I know that the, all the hardcore All You Need to Know fans are probably shouting out like the other yeah. ones that we did that might have been their favorite episode that we've ever done. Uh, but this one, I think, has the opportunity to be a really good one, a fan favorite. And the reason behind that is because we have multiple top five lists. We've got so many lists. Power rankings have always been something. Some people might say it's a crutch. Some, some people might say that's a little bit lazy. Because mm. it just kills a lot of time, and you get to go through these lists. But we get a what ton you know? of great feedback. Yeah. A ton of great feedback on power our power rankings, and yeah. most of the time they are top top five. Even though I think one time we did top ten foreheads 
of all time. Was it top 10 foreheads? Yeah. Biggest, then, was it biggest foreheads or was it just foreheads? I think it was biggest foreheads. I remember. I, it may just have been foreheads, but that was kind of And that was a good list. The goal. Yeah. yeah. So and we've got. We did Mount Rushmore's where those are only four. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So we do a lot of lists. Um, but how does it feel to be back? Because I know, you, you know, you've stepped away for a while. We had to really get. I, I'm not the best with scheduling. Most of the time I'm just like, hey, can you do it in. 20 minutes yeah. and you're like ah you know i got this thing because i have a job and i was like oh yeah that makes sense yeah so we schedule this one out now you're back how does it feel you feel good it feels great the uh you know studio is comfy and cozy as ever that's right so and we had been kind of texting back and forth about tom cruise and i said well we might as well make that today's topic so that might be the first time that you've given the topic up before the transition i've done it a couple of times have but you i was transitioning into the topic transition okay. because this is episode 248 today's topic tom cruise Not Hanks. yeah good on you to say not hanks we even just talked about him a lot we could do tom hanks don't get it confused you know episode two or like version two yeah volume two something like that there's always more to get into with tom hanks uh, although i think we touched on this maybe it was with isaac but i heard that his latest role in the elvis movie was not good yeah, i heard it was I heard distracting some people were not super happy about it and i also heard that it was a big component of that movie yeah. is, was his character yeah. so tom hanks usually delivers and apparently he fumbled the bag on this one and the bag he was, was due. Yeah, he that's was, true. He was due. That's like he had been batting like 390 yeah. for his entire career. And then he had one season where he he, he batted under 200. Yeah. Like, you, you know, it's going to happen. I think I've seen where he's there's another movie that's coming out. And I can't remember yeah. what it's called, but Otto. he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's, the old codger. I think he's he just playing it. an asshole. Yeah. Which I'm here for it. Yeah, it's not his usual. Uh, role, I guess that's that's true. Well, he he plays that old man that everybody knows. That's yeah. just fed up and done with how time has crept along, and things are supposed to be the way that he always knew them, and now they're not. But I got a feeling there's going to be something with that movie. There's going to be a turnaround. Yeah, he's going to become friendly at the end yeah. or something, or maybe he gets hit by a car. Who knows? You don't know how it's going to end. That's those Tom Hanks movies. They keep you on your toes. But today we're talking about Tom Cruise, right? And I mentioned this earlier, power, power rankings, a huge component for all you need to know, and its success and its long-running tenure. And I'll go ahead and say, before we get into, because we're going to talk about Tom Cruise himself uh, before we get into the power rankings, but I'll be giving my top five Tom Cruise movies ranking. DJ will be giving his top five Tom Cruise movie That's rankings. Right. And then at the end... We'll do top five movies that Tom Cruise should have been in. That's right. And some people might be upset. Like, well, what does that mean? It just means that Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. And I hope I didn't say Tom Hanks in it. You might have. I can't quite remember. I, I, I just thought that I might have said Tom Hanks. If I said Tom Hanks, this is all Tom Cruise from here on out. Yeah. Right. So if we say Tom Hanks, we mean Tom Cruise. That's right. But people might say, well, why would you do a top five movies that Tom Cruise should have been in? Why not? Because Tom Cruise. It, we're saying it, it, him being in the movie would have made it better. Exactly. He's an and action hero. 
He's an action star. Yeah. And yeah, the movies that we're going to talk to talk about later, great movies by themselves. Yes. But would be lifted up, elevated by Tom Cruise's performance and dedication to whatever role he would play Not in those movies. Not too high, because then he couldn't reach it. That's right. And speaking on that, we can't talk about Tom Cruise without mentioning that he is only 5'7". Now, would you call Tom Cruise a short king? Not to his face. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, like, you know, there are people out in our society that might not be as tall as other people, which I've always found, like, they can't control that, so I don't think that's something that you should really be picky about. Right. But those people that are probably, at, let's say, under 5'10", five, five, mm-hmm. right? And and sometimes they, they do well at something, they're considered short kings. Does you that know, make sense? I don't know that I've ever heard that term. Um, oh. I, I've heard, and please, that I'm not coming up or saying this about anyone, but I, I've heard of uh, short man syndrome. Okay. Where somebody who is smaller maybe makes up for what Their lack is perceived of, of yeah. lack of size. With a lot uh, of grit lack of height. or a lot of strength. Yeah, like or that. maybe even just kind of being a doucher. Yeah, aggressiveness. Uh, which I have heard that Tom Cruise is pretty intense to work with on yeah. set. Yeah, well, that, but, that audio came out of him, I think, whenever they were doing the latest Mission Impossible, like yeah. during COVID, and he was yelling at everybody for yeah. like making sure that they followed COVID protocols, and it was kind of a, a mixed reaction because some people were like, see, you need leadership like that, but other people were like, he was tearing into them. That wasn't leadership. So he's divisive yeah. in some cases, but the one thing that I don't think you can be divisive about him is is that he's an action star. Oh, He's Absolutely. America's action star. Yeah. Even though he's 5'7". And which, the man has not aged. Yeah. You notice that? He ages like Tom Brady. Yeah. And and Tom Brady ages like fine wine. So that would be the right steps, right? Yeah. Tom Cruise ages like Tom Brady. Tom Brady ages like fine wine. That's right. Apparently, if you're Tom, that's good. You got a, you got something going for you. Because think of all yeah. the Toms. That you could just, you know, name right off the top of your head. Yeah. They're doing pretty well. Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. And the the one that we mentioned before, Tom, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Hanks. Yeah. But he's he's 5'7". Uh, most of the time in movies that you watch him in, they've got some uh, adjustments to where it doesn't look like. They, they kind of manipulate the perspective to make him look taller. Oh, 100%. Um, and yeah, because I, I, I think if you don't know... For sure, just judging by his movies, you would never guess that he's 5'7". Right, and uh, like we were talking about, um, he's in a movie, and this this movie is not going to be in any of the outside looking in or top five lists, Mm -hmm. but he's in a movie with Cameron Diaz called Night and Day. Yeah. And she's tall. I think she's... She's, she's almost, pushing six foot. She's almost six foot, if not six foot. So, But if you watch the movie, it looks like they're right there... Same height kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and they're not. She's taller than him. I think so. By four and, or five inches. And you mentioned he ages like fine wine. He's 60 years old. That's insane because I wouldn't guess he's a day over 45. He Well, and you said that he ages like like fine wine or ages like Tom Brady. Do you remember seeing that video of him at that Dodgers game where he like it didn't look good? Like People were oh. like, is that Tom Cruise? And then no, they announced him like, hey, Tom Cruise is here tonight. And like he waved at people and he was being people a nice were like, guy. like, that's not Tom Cruise? And it was hard to tell, but it was Tom Cruise. It, it is confirmed really? that was Tom Cruise there at the game. And he looked a little bloated, so maybe he might have just had some work done. We all know that you don't look like that at 60 years old naturally. That's true. Right? 
Yeah. So That's he's true. he's he's done something as much as he probably does take care of himself, and I know that he exercises. And this man lives on the edge, literally. Yeah, but Father Time, Father Time just is undefeated. Yeah, and so Father Time kicks butt. But the, but the thing is, it does seem like as much as death creeps up on people, right? He kind of goes towards death because you see all of these stunts that he does for and he his does movies. It by himself, he yeah. doesn't use a double. For all the Mission Impossible movies, which we'll get to later, like he he was like, uh, I would like to be strapped to the side of an airplane. And they're like, okay, well, we can definitely CGI that. He's like, no, 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 no. I yeah. want to be strapped to the side of an airplane. And then they said, okay, let's do it. Yeah. I think he broke his ankle doing a stunt one time. He was jumping from, from one rooftop to another one. And if you watch the movie, that's the shot that they used. I, I you know, Don't ask me which movie it was. Oh, but man, I'd love to know because I... I yeah, would love to go back. He and breaks see his that. ankle, um, yeah. and then I know just recently there was an advertisement for I think just him thanking people for going to see Top Gun Maverick, and then maybe he was talking about how they were filming Mission Impossible. Did you see this advertisement where he was like thanking people as he jumped out of a helicopter or an um, airplane? And he I literally saw... just videoed it, and it it aired like on national television. No, Check it I out didn't, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll have to go and look at that one. I did see something where he was... It was some sort of promo. I think it was a promo maybe for the Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. That, And that was from... I don't know if it was from the plane. I didn't see him jump. Um, but I also saw a side-by-side -side of... He was doing a promo for a different movie a while back. And he's sitting at the top of this skyscraper building... And he's just chilling on the eggs, dangling. like legs dangling. And then the side-by-side -side picture, the other one is Will Smith, and he's like strapped in to the yeah. top of the building, but he's smiling and waving. It's very different. It just kind of shows you this this man is different. There's something about him that... He's built different. Yeah, that allows him to kind of do those stunts. And I don't want to say... I'm not going to say what you would usually say to, to describe someone that's very brave and courageous, right? You know what I'm talking He's about. He's got onions. He's got onions. I think that'd be the better way to say it. So, and even Big then... Big brass balls. Yeah, okay. And that's what I was going to say. Like, we were trying to avoid saying that. But one thing that I want to touch on before, and I don't know if this is true. This might be one of those internet fooled you conspiracy things. Yeah. But apparently it's well known, and, and my girlfriend was the one that brought uh, this to my attention, mm -hmm. that he has an asymmetrical face. Now, I've always thought to myself that Tom Cruise has a great-looking face, especially going back to his younger days in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I'll admit, he's, he's a little yeah, bit of a, a heartthrob. He's a yeah. good-looking good guy, that's yeah. all I'm saying. But apparently, he has an asymmetrical face because if you look at him, if he smiles, he's got a tooth right in the middle of his face. And why, would I, Does that make sense? Like, yeah. if you drew a line right yeah. down in the, the middle of his nose, one of his teeth is apparently right in the middle. And so he's got a middle tooth. How about that? Yeah. You'd never notice. Have you ever noticed, and this is just a thought that I've always had, is if someone smiles, sometimes they look like they've got more teeth than most people do. Oh, yeah. Like, I've said this audibly. Like, I, I met somebody, I was like, oh, great to meet you. And then I turned around, I was like, that girl, that, that girl had a lot of teeth. Yeah. But everybody has the same amount of teeth, it's, unless you I, lose one or I something. I think it's a matter of the smile. Yeah. How big do you smile? I just always, I've always said that. I've always thought that. I don't know if that's normal or not, but I think if you smile in a way that it looks like you have more teeth than the average person, you're smiling too big. That's true. Maybe they should cut, tone it down, yeah. right? I'm actually reading a book that 
uh, is talking about like, is it like it's ethical decision making, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like I'm in an ethics class. Yeah. And one of them was like, is it okay to tell a white lie or like, you know, the, the example that they gave is like, if your friend came up to you with an ugly shirt on and they said, Hey, do you like this shirt? Of course, it would be easier to tell a white line and say, yeah, that's no, I, that's a good shirt. Yeah. Right. Even though in your head, you're like, that is a bad looking shirt. Right. And then it yeah. goes into all these things about the ethical principles behind it. But I don't know if I could ever be ethical enough to say, it looks like you got too many teeth in there. Tone why down that we, smile. Why don't we tone down that smile? I don't think that that is, is making any sort of like ethical progress because I feel like that is more mean than it is. Yeah. It's not, and that's not something they could fix. I mean, I guess they could tone down the smile. Yeah. But Tom Cruise got it. Regardless if he has a middle tooth or not, great set of teeth, great smile, great looking face. Yeah. Even at 60 years old, he is still doing it at 60 years old. He's the, a, Badass. The next Mission Impossible is coming out, I think, this year. And then after the success of the last Top Gun, who knows if they go and do another one. I'd be I'd be down for it. But I would be. I don't know where you take that storyline. I don't either. And maybe we can touch on that a little bit later. But let's go ahead and get into the power rankings. The list. We've got a lot of lists to go through. So I'm going to go ahead and say that we have some outside-looking-in yeah. movies. Now, these are Tom Cruise movies that are not in my top five list or DJ's right. top five list. So whenever we say these, they're not in the top five list, but they were close to being in. And then yeah. there are some movies that we're not even going to mention. Maybe we should have done a, a bottom five top Tom Cruise list, but we just simply don't have that much time. Yeah. So the first outside looking in movie that we have is Cocktail. And this is a movie where Tom Cruise plays a bartender. And that's about it. That's pretty much the premise. I can't. I'm not going to lie to you, Quinn. I haven't seen that one. But imagine Tom Cruise as a bartender. Okay. Throwing you know, throwing a glass behind his back and catching it and spinning it and doing the bartender type stuff. And, a, and that's of course, about, there's some romance involved and yeah. you know, this and that. But Cocktail, you know, first off, l- really good names for most Tom Cruise movies. I will say that. Yeah, stand out. And it's out. usually simple. Good, so Cocktail. Quick. Hard cutting. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm assuming that has something to do with drinking or a bar or a bartender. Yeah. And you were right if you assume that. So, another movie where, if Tom Cruise wasn't the lead, I think it's a very forgettable movie. But mm-hmm. Tom Cruise was in it. He elevated it, and that's why it's an outside looking in movie. Next one we have a little bit similar to possibly some of the real life stuff that Tom Cruise has going on. Eyes wide shut. You know about that one? I don't. No, never seen. So it. that one's. I said that, and then and I didn't want to mention Scientology because that's, of course, a touchy subject around Tom Cruise. And, you know, you know, if it makes him happy, great, right? Yeah. But Eyes Wide Shut, a little bit culty, right? And it's a okay. great great name for a movie, right? Because you would assume Eyes Wide Open. Yeah. How could your eyes be wide shut? Catchy. And catch, catch, you, catch you off guard. And that movie catches you off guard. Does it? I'll tell you what. A little culty, huh? Yeah. I don't want to give too much away and I also don't really know how to describe a lot of the stuff that's going on in that movie and keeping it at an appropriate level okay. so Eyes Wide Shut a good watch a little bit weird but you go well Tom Cruise did a good job yeah and I mean that's how it is with Tom, most of Tom Scientology movies. guy yeah really you didn't know that I didn't know I, I guess I don't know a lot about him personally just that he makes great movies yeah and and that's that's all that will we're we're not we're not no. sitting here and, and no, dissecting his religion. No, we're just discussing the religion of Tom Cruise movies. Basically, is what we're doing. Yeah. So, 
Moving on to the next outside looking in, Mission Impossible. Do you like the Mission Impossible movies? Have you ever seen one? I've seen one, and I could not tell you which one it was. To me, That's easy, yeah. I feel like they're pretty well all the same. Yes. Um, and at some point, you have to... Th- it's like this is like at Mission Impossible Eight coming out, I think. So like, yeah, they're uh, the missions seem like they're pretty doable if you're if there are eight eight of them so far. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's are they impossible no, at this point? Apparently not. Um, I did. I think I remember us talking about briefly a long time ago uh, that the ratings for the Mission Impossible movies were. Like correlation is not causation, I guess. Sure. But if you look at the amount of time in the Mission Impossible movies that Tom Cruise spends running, mm-hmm. the movies where he's running more have higher ratings. Yeah. And the movies where he's sprinting less, like just those scenes where homie is just flat out running Booking it. for like 30, 40 and he's sixty seconds. He's got great form. He's a good runner. Oh, now, he! If you put looks, him in, if you put him in the Olympics or something, I don't know if he'd be super he's successful. Got short strides. Yeah, short strides. I guess going back to his height, which of course maybe he's he's a short king and he can run fast. Yeah. You know, who knows? Tyree yeah. Kill's not that not that tall and well. he runs pretty fast. But Tom Cruise correlation of him sprinting sprinting time in a movie versus the movie success. Uh, so that means that at some point we could have Tom Cruise maybe running like the 400 meter dash just yeah. over and over and over again to I don't know Leonard Skinner right and then you're like I'm gonna Do go see mean, that yeah the free bird so that oh, makes sense to me I'd watch and that. a lot of the Mission Impossible movies he is just busting you his you know what yeah and I love it I don't know what it is about it in in he's the, always got a coat on too yeah he's always got a, a suit jacket on that's true yes and in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol which is on our outside looking in list. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where I think he's like out in Dubai or mm-hmm. something. And all of a sudden this dust storm picks up off in the distance. And the man just turns around and starts sprinting. Just right? runs from it. He's running right past vehicles and motorcycles and all these other things that would probably be, probably be faster. But yeah. he just is like, I got this. And yeah. it is it is an unbelievable scene. And he outruns it, I think. I'm of not course. sure. Not entirely sure though, but it's in, in my I would memory. I guess that he does. In my memory, I think he did. Um, another outside looking in movie because we just jumped to Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. One of the Mission Impossibles, like you said, they all kind of run together. Mm-hmm. Austin Powers: Gold Member. Uh, now, a short, a short, short cameo stand. in this one, but yeah. he was playing Austin Powers. Yes. In sort of like a little funny beginning of the movie promo. That opened up Austin. It Powers was as Gold if Member. Mike Myers' character Austin Powers was actually in real life, and they yeah. made a movie about Austin Powers and the, the man playing Austin Powers. And he even let out was, a little, uh, I think, yeah, baby. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that that yeah. was really cool to see, and he had the glasses and he, the, the thing. Honestly, on. he's he's cool. Yeah. Uh, it, from what I can tell, uh, he's hard he's hardcore about his movies and his acting. But he seems funny. He seems cool. Yeah, because, of course, that, that takes a little self-deprecation to jump into yeah. Austin Powers' gold member, and who knows how much money he got paid to do that. But, right. Uh, he, d- he did a funny job. That was that was actually kind of a, a cool thing that he did uh, for the Austin Powers movie. The last two on our outside looking in are two that you mentioned. Do mm-hmm. you remember? It's The Outsiders and Days of Thunder. Which, yeah. Days of Thunder. Oh, so, like I said, great title for a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't know anything is, about these two though. Uh, Days of Thunder is about NASCAR racing. Okay, uh, makes so sense. If I remember correctly, either Robert, I think it's Robert Duvall, 
is in that movie. Of course, Robert Duvall is really, really good too. Yeah. Um, good chemistry. Yeah, he's like this young kid NASCAR driver. It's it's an early movie of Tom Cruise's, um, but that one's really good, really exciting, pretty good storyline. Um, kind of plays that that young getting after it kid, almost mm-hmm. like he does in the first Top Gun. Yeah, um, he's good at that character. He's ballsy. Yeah. Even I mean, Taking even chances. in the latest Top Gun, he played that character, and he's sixty years old. So <laughs> yeah. he might have kind of typecast him into that role, but then the typecast actually helped him. Yeah. Instead of usually hurting an actor yeah. or actress. So um, Outsiders, what's that about? The Outsiders, is, that's a book that we still teach at the middle school level for language arts. Uh, and he's not necessarily like the star of that movie. Uh, there's actually a handful of really good actors in that movie. Uh, but it's about like these two gangs in the, I want to say the 40s or 50s. Um, and they kind of get it, a get period after piece. each other. Yes. Oh, Tom Cruise in a period piece? Yes. All right, I'll have but to put that on my list. Have you ever heard uh, Stay Golden Pony Boy? No. You've never heard the Stay Golden Pony Boy? Uh-uh. You've never heard that? No. Oh, well, yeah, towards the end of that movie, that's uh, Pony Boy is, uh, what's the guy that plays Billy the Kid? Emilio um, Estevez? Estevez, yes. He's one of the main characters. I don't know how I knew that name, but yeah, I just yeah. did. So, All right, so The Outsiders and Days of Thunder wraps up our outside looking in. Now, with our top five Tom Cruise movies, would you prefer for us to go through, like for me to go through my top five and then you go through yours? Or should we both go like five, five? Let's bounce four, it back and four. forth. Okay, yeah. I like that too. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and start with, and of course, all those movies were outside looking in. Now we're moving into our own top five Tom Cruise movies. Yes. At number five for me... I've got Risky Business. Great movie. I really like Risky Business. You look at that uh, that famous scene where he's got the socks on yeah. and the the white shirt and the sunglasses and he I slides like in. Hotel, rock and roll. roll. Yeah. Yeah. Love that scene. Uh, that's kind of a Home Alone-ish, right? It is. He plays the young rebellious teen Home Alone getting into some. Yeah. Risky business. So I wonder which did Home Alone come out first or did Risky Business come out first? Because uh, I want to say I want to say Risky Business was eighties, was yeah. it not? I think so. Home Alone was nineties. Risky Business came you. out first. So I'm, I, sure. I'm just thinking that there might be some some inspiration from one or the Possibly other. So. Yeah, a little bit of a copycat thing, but Risky Business, Tom Cruise, and a, another. I, I hate to repeat myself and sound like a broken record, but. A great name for a movie, Risky yeah. Business. All of these, all of these names for movies that he he is in, absolutely. He's got to be in the room making that final decision, like, "Hey, what's the title for this movie called?" And he's like, "Yes, stamp of approval." Tom yeah. Cruise stamp of approval, which yeah. is really important. But that was my number five. DJ, what is your number? My five? number five is a movie that I just saw, like within the last week. Okay. Uh, Minority Report. Yeah. This movie. I had not heard about. I didn't know it existed, and it kept popping up on my Netflix. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I watched it Sunday afternoon. Oh yeah, a little Sunday afternoon, Tom. Ooh, dude, it's not I, Tom Brady there too. This now I said Sunday afternoon. This is one where the title, judging by the movie, the title may be a little forgettable. Like mm-hmm. I had forgotten what the title was by the end of the movie. Still intriguing though. Min- still, Minority Report. Still intriguing huh. and. It doesn't give any context as to what the movie is about. 
Yeah, that's uh, and I like that about a title sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little vague, uh, but it's really, really good. It's about I mean Tom Cruise uh, in 2054. The movie was released in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pre-crime unit. Really, really good. Yeah. Uh, he plays the head of the pre-crime unit and based in the future. Based in twenty in the year 2054. Yeah, and he'll probably be a star in a movie in 2054 too so that'll probably be cool. minority report too. Yeah, to see it all come full circle yeah. but i think that like you said most of these i i don't want to i would say that most of these movies kind of do like tease a little bit like okay this is what the movie's about yeah and maybe minority report sort of changes that up yeah um, but that that's a great one that's a that's a really good one and he's been in a couple other movies uh that are based in the future what was it there's one called edge of Tomorrow, the Edge of Tomorrow, which was also renamed at some point. Was it? Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. You'll let me look to, into that for a second. Yeah, because I don't remember that one. Um, there, if you'll notice, there's not like all of his movie titles are like a one or two word, quick hitting, hard cutting, like it sticks. Right. Like it's something that, that it seems like maybe they were well, trying to throw some stuff at the wall and wait till something stuck. Even Edge of Tomorrow, right? Edge of Tomorrow yeah. is like, oh, that's a really good title. But initially it was called uh, something else. I did not know that. It has two different titles. Oh, Live, Die, Repeat was the other. It was the original title. And then it changed to Edge of Tomorrow. But Live, Die, Repeat is a great title. That so is a great title I think as that well. they, they couldn't have lost with either of those. But yeah, that's not on either of our lists. So we were just talking about Tom Cruise in the future. So yeah. at number four on my list, A Few Good Men. Great movie. I love Tom Cruise in this one. Again, sort of like a young, getting after it kind of character. And that scene with Jack Nicholson. Him and not Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholas. Needed, right, right. I can make that mistake sometimes. But Jack Nicholson on trial. And he says, Oof. you want the truth? You, you can't, can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. Love that. It doesn't get any better than that. That might be a poll question. That... Yeah, Does it that get might any be better? the most memorable movie line. Mm-hmm. One, at least top five most You want answers. Lines. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Did you order <laughs> Code Red? Love that. Dude, That I need more. I wish we could have gotten more of him and Nicholson. Mm-hmm. That would have There been wasn't good. enough, yeah, Cruz and Nicholson. That's true. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. We'll have to pick it up a little bit since we have a lot to get to still. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what is your number four? My this is another four, straightforward title. My number four, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, and that movie is about... Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Maguire is a sports agent, kind of fell off, coming back, uh, really dedicates himself to one uh, client. Uh, and, of course, there's the love story behind mm-hmm. it. A uh, couple of really rem- uh, memorable lines from that one. Obviously, show me the money. Mm-hmm. Show me the money, Jerry. Um, and then the one that me and my dad always quoted was the kid. He is the human pa- the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> and I don't know why yeah. that one stuck. But and that, that was probably they probably it. didn't mean for that line to be anything. No. And then it turns into something yeah. that like, I'm sure a lot of people remember. You're like. Okay. But it's funny that we just went from a movie that was like, you don't really know what this movie's about, to the next movie that Jerry you mentioned was like, Jerry, Jerry Maguire's about Jerry Maguire. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. At number three for me, mm-hmm. we were talking about Mission Impossibles earlier, Mission Impossible Fallout. So that is yeah. the most recent one. That has some crazy twist. Really? Like you said, Mission Impossibles, 
for the most part. I've, I think I've seen, I don't know how many there are total, seven or eight. I've probably seen three or four. Yeah. And this is the only one that I was like, oh my God. And yeah. I think it, it, it probably has something to do with, I saw it in theaters. It had a lot of good reviews and it was crazy. I think he ran a lot in it. He sprinted oh, a couple yeah. of times and so that helped. Uh, but Mission Impossible Fallout, if you're going to watch any of them and you haven't watched any of them, watch that one. Some crazy twists. I would like to go back and watch. Those yeah. are movies I feel like you can go back and watch. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're not going to lose anything, right? It's Tom Cruise in a movie that has him running. So you're going right. to gain some enjoyment at least, at least out of it's that. It's almost exercise. I feel like the Mission Impossible movies are probably exercise. They get the heart rate going. You think that Parts you're getting Cali? exercise watching Tom Cruise exercise? Absolutely. Okay, and that makes sense to me. And and we'll just move on. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is a, a few good men. So, so we've already talked about that one. I believe that's the only yeah that's the only overlapping yeah. movie that we had. So we've already talked about that one a little bit. Anything you to add? You sent me your top five, and there's several in your top five that I really like, but I did want to have different ones. But there's no way I could have a top five and not include. A of few course, good men. yeah, I think you have to. That movie's any incredible. any top five list with Tom Cruise movies, you have to have a few good men. Yeah, and there were a few good men in that movie as oh, far as actors. Man. Oh, uh, Jack Nicholson, not Nicholas, like I said earlier. I'm gonna go Demi ahead. Demi Moore. Yes. Sir? Demi Moore. Yeah. She was in that, right? Do you say it Demi or Demi? Regardless of if she's in the I think movie. It's Demi. I've heard I, it both ways. I think ways. it was incorrect the first time. I've heard it both ways, but I'm going to go ahead and get to my number two movie. Do it. I'll go ahead and say, uh, spoiler alert, my Tom Cruise top five movies list does not include Top Gun, the first one. But at yeah. number two, it does include Top Gun Maverick, the top second Top Gun one. Maverick was incredible. It took me a while to see it. I didn't see it in theaters. I finally yeah. got around to see it. I was the same oh way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. An absolute whirlwind. A yeah. roller coaster. Miles Teller's awesome. And if you were to tell someone, hey, this movie's got a 60-year-old man in it and he's got his shirt off. And he looks would, good. Yeah. But usually if someone just stopped where I stopped, yeah. you'd be like, oh, I don't want to see that. But, oh, okay. Tom Cruise still got no. it going on. Now you can see a little jigglage. I will say that. He's 60 years and old. And I don't know if that's a word or not, but... But he looks damn good. It's, I will say that. 60 years old doesn't look like that very often. Mm -hmm. That's uh, true. So Great it, movie. John Hamm played the hell out of his character. Yeah, Hamm did Miles play. Teller uh, yeah. playing uh, Rooster, which yeah. was Goose's son. A lot of emotional ties in that movie. Yeah. And then you had Vern Ludquist. That's not, that's not the right Vern Ludquist. <laughs> yes, sir! <laughs> the golfing announcer. No. What was I thinking of? Uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> People get those two guys mixed up all the Val time. Val Kilmer plays, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? You, yeah. I, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I just got Vern Ludquist and Val Kilmer mixed up. They're both older gentlemen, though. Who's so. Val Kilmer's dad? I don't know. But anyways, that, Top Gun Maverick was my number two. I loved that movie. If you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen any of the Top oh, Guns no, yet, I'm thinking of Voight. Yeah, there's all kinds of bees. They've got me all jumbled up, but. If you have not watched Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick, go ahead and watch them. What are you waiting for? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And that rolls into your number two, My DJ, number two is Top Gun. Is Top Gun. Yeah. So, great movie. Yeah. Great soundtrack, right? Yeah. And it, the, the cool thing about it is you can watch Top Gun Maverick 
without having seen Top Gun, and it still is really good. But it it's helps better it if helps you to watch, watch Top Gun first. The stakes are are, be- are bigger and better yeah. in Top Gun Maverick if you watch yeah. Top Gun first. And there's a changing character for yeah. Tom Cruise's part, uh, Maverick. Talk yeah. to me, Goose. Yeah, yeah, and that comes into play in both oh, movies. Man. We won't get into that too much because, like I said, don't give it away. You got to see yeah. that one if you haven't seen it. You a lot of see emotional it. moments in both of them. All right, now we're at number one. Mm. My number one Tom Cruise movie, Tropic Thunder. You know, I think I've seen that movie maybe once, and it's been so long ago, I just remember that it was uh, controversial. It, it is controversial. Because of Robert Downey Jr.'s Yeah, issue, well, and even Ben Stiller's uh, Simple Jack character. Simple Jack. So there are a lot of controversial parts of this movie, but Tom Cruise plays Les Grossman, and you don't know that it's Tom Cruise. You wouldn't if if they didn't tell you that it was Tom Cruise at the at the end of the movie, you wouldn't have known it was Tom Cruise, and that's why it's my number one on top five Tom Cruise movies. Is and that I've heard the movie that, that he plays the bald guy with the glasses yeah, and the beard. He's in like a control room the whole time. Yeah, and I've also heard that he's getting like it's like a Les Grossman standalone film that they're working on no right now, way. and I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm interested. Now Ben Stiller produced that movie, right, or directed? Uh, I don't. I I, I can't confirm either of those things but most of the time and especially since like the later 2000s most of the movies that he's been involved in he's and starred in yeah he's directed so that might be on the right track but i don't think i'm not entirely sure Interesting. great movie though tropic thunder so funny good. even though it is a little controversial yeah. but they did it for the right reasons maybe it was it was all like a message behind you know i don't know like i, I said know. it's been a long time i need to go back and watch it. i know that robert downey jr didn't catch as much flack for what he did because of what Ben Stiller did with the simple Jack character. That yeah. was that was a lot of the focus. It's the a backlash. different cut of comedy. Yeah. Like it's unique. Yeah. All right. You're number one. Rain Man. Yep. Right. I love Rain Man. Uh of course you've got Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. in that movie and I gotta be careful. Uh yeah. So I I refer back to my dad once said that you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, not that the episode's about him, but played uh, Who's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. Da- my dad said that the very first time he ever saw Leonardo DiCaprio was him playing in that movie, and he did not know that it was not actually a kid with special needs yeah. until he later saw Leonardo DiCaprio in another movie. Right. That was me with Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman's incredible. Now, of course, Tom Cruise is that lead guy. He's awesome and he but um the way that him and hoffman work off of each other in that movie is freaking is that is that one of those movies where if you see it on tv you'll stop and watch it that's one where i'll I'll watch it because i I know i know we've done an episode like that where it's like top 10 movies that you stop and watch if they're on tv and i think our number one was i am legend but rain man probably should have been on there my top three rain man top gun a few good men I, those are all, yeah. Now, the other ones, I mean, it depends on what I'm trying to get to in the yeah. first place. depends on what part of the movie you you, ca- you catch it at kind yeah. of thing. If you were going to pop in, that yeah. makes sense. Well, we are we are already very deep into the podcast, but mm. we did already promise that we would get to a top five movies that Tom Cruise should have been in. We just meaning that these movies were already really good, but they would have been even better with Tom Cruise. Yeah. We'll probably go through these a little bit faster. Uh, just, just for time's sake. There's one I have to have an explanation. Sure. For. Okay. So, at number five, Avatar, and you can go ahead and say the Avatar movie franchise. 
I don't even know who the main guy is in Avatar. It looks and, like and Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's not. It's not. Stellar it's not. General Jake Gyllenhaal. Sure, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And just imagine if Tom Cruise was the lead in Avatar. It would, it would, oh, I think, yeah. bring more people to the box office. Just imagine if Tom Cruise was in Avatar. Like, he could just play himself. I, I'm, I'm literally saying that would in be interesting. all of these movies, Tom Cruise could play himself. Just this insane, crazy fantasy world. And yep. then there's Tom Cruise. Yep, exactly. Or, I mean, there's some people in Avatar that he could have played. It would have yeah, made sense, absolutely. I guess. At number four, we have Fight Club. So, uh, speaking oh, yeah. of speaking of aging movie stars, Brad Pitt, I believe, is 59, right? And That's he looks wild. great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what are they? What kind of water are they drinking? That's all I'm I asking. I need some. But Fight Club, Tom Cruise is not in it. But just imagine if he was, right? Can you imagine he that? Kicked oh God. Tush. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think that maybe he all of these movies he probably would have gotten if he auditioned for it because he's Tom Cruise. Yeah, but he must they have had get some other things going on, or they couldn't get him. Yeah. That's exactly right. At number three, we have The Matrix. So Keanu Reeves does great in The Matrix, right? Oh yeah. But imagine if there were maybe two main characters in that, and it was a Keanu Reeves Tom Cruise buddy movie, right? That and yeah. they were both in The Matrix. Now. Oh, there's a movie that I'm going to see. Can you imagine, I'm just be thinking of Keanu Reeves, can you imagine Tom Cruise in a John Wick? Yeah, and he would be able to do that too. Yeah, of course. And, well, and yeah. we're not saying he's, and you might have said, you might have been saying this. I'm saying in The Matrix, he is playing alongside Keanu Reeves. Same thing for John so Wick. So same thing with John yeah, Wick. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Wick brothers kind yes. of thing. So it's John and Jerry. Oh my gosh, John we got to write a movie. John and Jerry. Before, before Jerry Maguire. Oh my gosh. Going back. Well, I don't know if you can make that connection. Okay. Well, I was just saying, anyways, at number two, Inception. So you were talking about Goodness. who's eating Gilbert Grape, right? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, great in Inception. Mm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, great in Inception. Yeah. All of the actors, all of the casting, Tom Hardy was in it. Another good Tom. But add yes. one more good Tom, Tom Cruise, into Inception. Oh, my God. And have him running at some point. Oh, inside yeah, a dream. So many opportunities to have him running in that movie. Have Tom Cruise. They, they missed out. In Inception, in the third level of the dream, he's running. And oh then in gosh. the second level of the dream, he's running. And then in the first level where he's asleep, he's on a treadmill running, right? He, he's well, just He's just running. That's three times he's running. It would be an Inception of Tom Cruise running. I would watch that. Inception 2. There's, that, a, there's an idea for that's you. That's an interesting And concept. at number one of top five movies Tom Cruise should have been in, and again, he could have played himself in this, yeah. Shrek 2. Now, Shrek 2, this and I know this is probably the one that you need an explanation. Yeah. Shrek 2 is already a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. It is one of the few movies where it kicked the first movie's ass, mm -hmm. right? Shrek 2, I would rather watch on any day of the week than Shrek, even though Shrek is an all-time classic, right? That's how good Shrek 2 was. Yeah. So imagine Tom Cruise playing some sort of character in the fantasy world of Shrek, whatever, mm -hmm. or even just playing himself because they occasionally had either people that looked like actual people or I believe Simon Cowell was in one of the Shreks as himself. I don't imagine recall, Tom man. Cruise... As, as Tom Cruise in I mean, Shrek I'm here 2. For, I'm not saying him being in would not make it better. I was just needing the explanation. As sure. That. Great now, music. Shrek 2, what, real quick uh -huh. backstory, background of that yeah. storyline. Uh -huh. What is it? Oh, I thought, I thought you were like going to try to break it down. No, no, no. So basically what happens is uh, the parents of Fiona aren't super 
psyched about this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, they, they, you know, allude to maybe they should have, she should have gotten with a Prince Charming type, right? Yeah. And so then Shrek starts getting a little self-conscious. He looks at himself in the mirror and says, I'm, I'm a fat <laughs> And he decides like, okay, what do I need to do to change? He ends up turning into a human in that one. He makes a deal with the fairy godmother. Yeah. Gets a potion. Him and Donkey. And I don't think Puss in Boots takes the potion. I love Puss in Boots, too. Yeah. And I heard that that newest Puss in Boots is good. I really? haven't seen it yet. But um, Shrek and Donkey take the potion. Shrek turns into a Prince Charming type. Uh, yeah, Donkey yeah. turns into a white stallion. Yeah. And then uh, there's a storming of the castle type moment because... Mm. Uh, I, th- I believe at some point Fiona thinks that she is with Shrek as a Prince Charming type, but it's actually just a Prince Charming person, or yeah. it might even be Prince Charming. I don't know. And then there's the storming of the castle and the big the big gingy coming in. Do you remember that? Storming the castle, and that's yeah, a yeah, huge, yeah. like, five-story tall gingy, right? Yeah. The gingerbread man. Yeah. And they start shooting, I think, like, milk at him or something. Oh, my gosh. Or they pour milk on him so he yeah, melts, yeah. and then he falls into the river... Okay. The Man. Godmother is the villain. It's and then I can't, the, I, that, yeah, it's a then, great movie. Like I as they're storming the castle, the song is "I Need a Hero." And he's a Fiona. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, he could have turned into Tom Cruise. Oh, with the potion. You know what? And that's where we'll end it. A lot of Tom Cruise, and for some reason Shrek 2 there at the end. But DJ, good to be back in the studio with you. Yeah. A couple episodes away from 250, so we'll have to figure out what Gotta we want to do with that. Got to get back in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe take next week off, get ready for... Maybe maybe this is like uh, Kawhi Leonard, right? You're, you're just making load sure... Load management. Your load management. You got to make sure you're fresh whenever Managing you are here in the load. studio. Yeah, okay. And with that, this has been AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pitt. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.